Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the Crossrip, did you receive your real Ghostbusters action figures from Walmart and they uh, have multiple languages on them? We'll be talking about uh, your situation very shortly here on the show. Uh, also, we'll be talking about Dan Aykroyd's comments to Entertainment Weekly, uh, setting up uh, sequels from Ghostbusters Afterlife and how Harold Ramis is paid tribute. We're also talking a little bit about cleaning up the town, uh, some just some friendly chat. Stay tuned. It's It's fun. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Again, didn't want to sleep too much, otherwise I'm not going to bed properly tonight either. So I started, I had started watching National Treasure. Yeah. Uh, it's on Disney Plus. I'm getting my money's worth. Uh, there so, you go. There you go. So I finished watching it. I was like, oh, it's, hmm, it's all right. Not as much fun as I remembered it being. But anyways, so then I immediately moved on to National Treasure 2. First shot uh, set in like, what did it say? Five days after the end of the Civil War. It was like Boston and Washington or something yeah. like that is what the card said. No, it's Universal Studios because there's the Ghostbusters Fire Hall redressed. Uh. <laughs> they literally, some mixture of CGI and facades on some of the buildings surrounding it. Uh, on, like, they, on, on the, not the studio backlot, but the actual like the theme actual park? actual theme park. Yep, that's kind of hilarious. I I, I, I I stopped literally right there and then and went looking at pictures <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there you go. There's those sconces. Well, and it yep, had there's to have been the before thing. they punched a hole in it and uh, put a ran a, a oh yeah track was, for the roller coaster through it. Yeah. Well, we stopped paying attention, but I think uh, National Treasures Two is what 15 years ago now or something like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's I guess a while. it must have been. But oh geez. god, maybe even more now that I think about it. But anyways, the the funny part is, like I said, it's 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 the only giveaway is that building, like, uh, and it's one shot. They just need an establishing outdoor shot. That's hilarious. So they they had a building, or at least the front of a building, that in the foreground right that they could walk into. They had a facade on the left to to round out the concept of the road they were on and block you know a left part of the, the yeah, and then the, do a little the, the set extension vfx uh, work to yeah. yeah they did they did some they did a facade on the the building next to it and i don't know if it, like a facade again this is the other thing i'm now le- legit curious to know how much of that was like quick and dirty i'm 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 kind of assuming that it's not that hard to go in and zap up like a wooden facade in a, you know, we remember the, yeah. the fire hall that they put up for the, uh, the premiere, right? Like you can throw up some pretty legit looking stuff real quick. Yeah, and it just needs to be a, it needs to be a side. I mean, it doesn't even yeah. need to be a full building. Uh, oh God, yeah, you, you, spend, you spend your time. Front and you're done. Yeah. You spend your, you spend your time beforehand measuring it yeah. all out, designing it, cutting it, and then you just literally descend upon it and zap it all up. And it was a huh. night shoot. So probably... It probably didn't even interfere with the park much. That's, like if yeah, you, it's a night shoot. They shot it at three o'clock in the morning. No mess, no yeah. fuss. Uh, so, and huh. you put up a couple of facades, and what's wow. the worst that happens? The people, because a lot of those buildings are, you couldn't really do much with them anyways. Like you walk by them, going to some other thing, right? But, anyways, it was just really funny. I kept staring at it, going, "That looks like the Ghostbusters fire hall." That's, That's not the Ghostbusters fire. Why hilarious. does that look familiar? And then I just—it was easy to <laughs> Google up some pictures, and you could just see. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, it's absolutely. It was. 
It's 100% the Universal Studios uh, LA uh, Fire Hall. So Ghostbusters is everywhere. That's now my gonna, point. Now Thank, I gotta, uh, I'll fire for, that up on the Disney Plus uh, right after we're done here and just thanks just for watch uh, that first coming part. to my TED Talk. That should be my <laughs> TED Talk. Ghostbusters is everywhere. <laughs> Ghostbusters is everywhere as it should there's be. There's n- there's no point. There's no lesson. There's no thesis. It's just me rattling off a list of okay. In three episodes of Family Guy, they made three different jokes about Ghostbusters. A, B, C. Okay, in The Simpsons, they've made several. Well, that was that was the bread and butter uh, around the fan community for years. I remember on on. On, on Ghostbusters headquarters, like that's what we would put as news was like Simpsons yeah, every- referenced Ghostbusters today. Ghostbusters. It, it was a cheeky uh, Slimer joke. Oh, how funny was Homer when he mentioned he was cute like Slimer? That's yeah. that was the news. That's all we had, which is funny that's because we, we don't really have a whole lot of news in today's episode either. But well, one of my first news items on proton charging was uh, yard sale. Uh, that opened a chapter in uh, Copeland's um, microserves because he found some real Ghostbusters toys at a yard sale. Like legit, I wrote a I wrote a piece going. I was reading microserves, so look what happened. Like uh, there was not literally kids. If you weren't here twenty five years ago, you have no idea what a desert uh, the yeah. Ghostbusters fandom was. Oh my god! I mean, that's uh, it's it's weird because we're kind of in that sort of lull right now where it does remind me of those times, even though there's stuff still going on, which we're going to, we're going to get into in a second here. But like this kind of does feel like the, well, nothing's happening, even though a movie is going to be released in a few months, uh, well, more than a few months, but, um, like there, there is stuff that will be happening soon. Um, but it's weird. It's really strange. It, I mean, and I think maybe that's why you and I are kind of like, whatever, we're just rolling with it. But other places mm-hmm. are panicking being like, let's make up news. Let's come up with whatever we got. Uh, <laughs> what was the article I posted? It was somebody and it was the funniest jokes in Ghostbusters or something like that. Uh, and like number, yeah. number, number nine was Ray gets slimed. And it's like, you forgot uh, Peter was in that scene. It, it was, it was like a dead spin article or something. I can't remember. I, I saw that too. And I was like, what? You didn't even, but uh, that's, that's legit pulling articles out of your butt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, but, and, and things like that. Okay. Miss Ray getting slimed. Oh, maybe they meant Peter who knows whatever. Uh, the, the official Ghostbusters, uh, YouTube has Vigo, the Carpathian misspelled. And that's just because I have a feeling, you know, stuff's being done from home right now. So there's no yeah. QC process happening, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird lull and, and I'm okay with it. I'm, I mean, it's yeah. what I expected June and July to be versus what it is right now. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, in terms of my fandom, it's quite a bit different, but, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm fine. It's, it's allowing focus to be elsewhere and you and I just get to talk on Wednesdays and, yeah. Uh, it, as you said earlier, which we won't hear uh, on the actual proper broadcast, but uh, just drowning stuff out at this point, like just so that we can maintain some sanity of our lives and escape for uh, 90 minutes and talk to each other. But so, some of y'all didn't pay attention in science class and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all haven't seen zombie movies and zombie. it shows. Good and, Lord. And now it's time to insert the earworm. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> Come and knock on our door. Yeah, they they won't uh, hear that either, so that will only make sense either. to you and I. But it's, that's well, that's fine. They could use it. <laughs> they don't need to know everything. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> it's not. We don't have news this week, so I'm not even going to throw into the proper news uh, segment. But um, I just want to. I want to raise the flag right now, and we can start talking about it. And this will be the first sort of kickoff uh, conversation point. But um, Walmart's retro real Ghostbusters figures. Um, you and I, I don't know, Chris, at this point, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we had a conversation where we were like, look, the pre-orders yep. haven't shipped again, priorities being what they are in life. Um, I understand stuff is happening. Uh, I'm sure they're coming. I'm sure that they're on their way. Um, I, I figured things were delayed because of pandemic or, uh, political, social, civil upheaval, things that are happening in the world right now. But, mm-hmm. uh, there have been a few revelations that have, and a few like weird, bizarre things that have been happening with these these pre-orders. So uh, I do want to just kind of uh, caveat yeah. this by saying, look, everybody, we're talking about four or I'm sorry, six uh, pieces of plastic uh, during a time where I just want to make sure everybody's being fed and has a house and is uh, treating each other well. But um, 
there's some weird funky things happening with this yeah. walmart I, order you got a caveat can i have a caveat yeah what's your caveat uh i'm not collecting them i'd like to remind people that i'm not collecting any of these i'm just tagging and, along for the conversation yeah, with you yeah exactly <laughs> and so so for my own personal context i pre-ordered uh the the real ghostbusters figures on that day that the announcement happened at toy fair because that's when they went, well actually i take it back they went up like a day or two after there were already a few hiccups right out of the gate um but so I, I pre-ordered uh, two sets of the four uh, main guys. Um, yep. Didn't didn't need Green Ghost. Didn't need uh, Stay Puffed. Um, and uh, one set for me, one set for my kid. And I, I was great. They will appear in June, and all will be right with the world. Uh, June rolled around. Uh, they never shipped. And you, as many other people, I went to my Walmart account, and it said it was delayed. And I thought, oh, okay, there's things going on. I, I get it. Uh, that was probably two, two, three weeks ago. Uh, then curiously, I think it was, uh, Vink maniac, uh, who follows us on Twitter and, and, uh, Instagram, a long, long time listener of the show, uh, sent me a message saying, Hey, you pre-ordered those figures, right? I can't help but notice, but you can actually order them on a different skew on a different page on the Walmart website right now. And it says that they'll ship and be there by the next day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? That's weird. So there were two different listings one of which was for the retro figures where that first pre-order went up and the other one was this brand new one that popped up uh, to who knows when, you know, within the span of the last two or three weeks. Um, so I said, okay, that's that's fine. Uh, maybe there's just some sort of weird ghost in the system. I canceled my pre-order and I ordered the ones uh, that were right then and there and uh, ordered them to be, to be shipped, to be here in 48 hours. Wonderful. The magic of technology that we can now order stuff to be at our doorstep within 24 to 48 hours. Um, and as I did that, then I started seeing that they were different, that, that, that there was a skew change because the figures had changed. Not the figures themselves, but the packaging had changed. Mm -hmm. And the who you going to call in the top left corner that's in that like yellow kind of Comic Sansy font had disappeared on the new SKU. (laughs) This is a lesson to everybody who's ever said, why don't they just ellipses yeah the reason they don't just is because you think it's as simple as think the thought and it happens and in reality it includes things like if you don't explicitly say do we have the rights to your trademark phrase who you're going to call even though it existed on the original packaging that we've been discussing replicating and somebody goes no we didn't talk about that and somebody goes oh crap we made a lot of illegal toys i was gonna i mean i can understand I can understand the oversight because they're retro figures. So they just recreated everything probably yep. under the false assumption that everything that was on the cards in 1986 was cleared legally or contractually yep. or whatever. But contracts change, uh, especially music law and music contracts shifts every year. I, I can't mm-hmm. keep up. I'm so glad we have music supervisors because I have no idea from year to year what what gets publishing, what's get, what gets writing. It just, it's, it's a huge mess. And I'm so glad that I have somebody that always sorts it out for me. Um, but the example that I always point to is on the ghostbusters answer the call soundtrack. How many, if you look at the liner notes, pop out your CD, if you bought the CD again, physical media dying, but look at the liner notes as to how many of the songs Ray Parker jr. Gets credit on and it's probably because there's that like quick rattle off of who you're going to call at some point in the song or uh, you know uh it he he has those lyrics and ray parker jr is no dummy he's he's well versed in the the music law and he keeps up with it so he has probably copywritten the the lyric uh down to all of these different taglines and things that have become the common vernacular so oh, yeah. that he gets a little Everything. bit of a piece every single time that that happens. Uh, Bust to make me feel, feels good is probably trademark. Uh, I ain't afraid I of no ghosts. I yeah. can't hear you. Probably not. No. I think he's going to no. have to let yeah. that one go. Uh, uh, <laughs> here it likes the girls probably not in his trademark. But uh, nope. So it's, it's one of those things where I can understand if I'm Hasbro, I'm probably like, but the thing about Hasbro is they have such a great legal team that this is one of those, it just like, it's kind of baffling. So, so at any rate, so there are now variants of the action figures that are shipping out on a different skew, Mm -hmm. um, without that, that tagline. 
So the ones that I ordered that came within two days don't have yep. that tagline on them. Uh, the ones that were shipped to stores, uh, whatever that was a month, month and a half early that people were buying, you know, at the height of the, the first wave of the pandemic, um, they do have the tagline on it. So obviously the first stock that they received, they sent to their stores to stock the shelves and then they were going to fulfill the pre-orders with maybe a, another pallet or another case from somewhere else. Yeah. And that, that didn't happen because somebody realized, Oh no, what have we done? We just shipped X amount of units that have this terrible thing that we're going to have to back pay a Ray meeting, Parker Jr. Yeah. On. A meeting took place. A punitive amount was agreed upon because yeah. they, as they put it, we're not, this is how much money went into making this stock. We are not destroying it. It's They're going not going to recall it or destroy it. Yeah. But if we stop putting it on from here on, how much do we have to pay you to just let this this roll? And wonderfully created something for Ghostbusters fans to fight over. I yeah. Well, and and made you know inadvertently made something that is rare and coveted now. Exactly. So these it retro is, figures these that things, have yep. they're a limited things, run. They're a limited run. They they are. Um, um, I mean, there's already enough debate with people going, what are these going to be like compared to the originals? What is the Canadian with the French print going to be like versus the American? And now we have these, these rare, uh, they're already, I'm seeing them popping up and people, uh, like listings are calling them banned. It's like, eh, it's not well, banned. Not banned. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, technically I guess they were probably banned because they had to shift the production line and change things but on the fly. But this yeah. feeds back to everybody who didn't get theirs that, that pre-ordered up will now forever be mad because they'll ultimately probably get their orders. And it may, if it's not these rare ones, they'll just be pissed. Well, and well, yeah. And so here, here's where the story now takes yet another turn. Um, as I, as I lay the breadcrumbs here. So I have my figures. Oh. I definitely want to talk about the figures cause they're awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. You're like, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm on painkillers, everybody. So just, we'll just let the, just affiliate full disclosure. And now, you know, the rest of the story. Story. of the story. Uh, uh, Troy is laying out the breadcrumbs. I'm in the back of the bread truck going, <laughs> bread make you fat. Like it's just, I, well, I am the bull in the China shop right now. Sorry. Uh, so, so, all right. So check this out. If you were patient, which I was not, and you kept your pre-order, you got a shipment notification and everybody said, oh, fantastic. Thankfully, somebody somewhere has figured this out and my figures are on the way. Um, and, and some people have started receiving their figures from their original pre-order and now they're receiving the tri-language international versions of the figures. So if you pre-ordered back in February and you stuck with your pre-order, you're getting the international European versions that have the English, French, Spanish, uh, translations of all of the, the, uh, text on the cards. Whew. So now there is another outcry from people that are going, what is this? This is nowhere near what I thought I was going to get. Um, and I stuck with the pre-order and, and I mean, again, it's, I, to me, I think it's kind of cool if you get the tri-language card, but if you're going for the retro figure, you want the one that looks like the one you had when you were a kid. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just, it's a whole mess. And I, I, I feel sorry for a, a lot of people on this. I feel sorry for the collectors who pre-ordered and didn't get what they thought they were going to get. Um, I feel sorry for uh, Hasbro um, because they're trying to sort all of this out, probably shorthanded with furloughed employees and not having mm-hmm. all the resources that they usually would have to kind of deal with something like this. Um, I feel I feel bad for uh, Walmart because the poor essential employees that are dealing with us needing to get food and supplies on a day-to-day basis. And especially down in here in America are dealing with some very big and interesting personalities every single day are also having to deal with uh, us fans, uh, being upset about toys. Um, so it's, it's a rough situation, man. And, but the cool thing is these are great figures. Once you finally get them in your, in your hands, um, I cracked open one set, uh, for my daughter, uh, and they're in, they're such good quality. I mean, I, I, I'm sure when I bought the figures back in the eighties, uh, and I, I brought them home that mine were probably in such good shape as these are. Mm-hmm. And then I destroyed them, uh, after playing outside and in the bathtub and whatever I did with them. Um, but they're awesome once you can get them um, and they've made some slight modifications to them to make them even better and make them stronger and hold up. And 
uh, you know, it, it's, it's just a shame. It's a shame all around because it should be something that should be helping us and distracting us from the world at large right now. And, uh, it's, it's causing some other people, some, some grief. Uh, yes. Well, I saw before we started, somebody got, uh, their one figure in a box about eight times bigger than it was filled with, uh, big fat pillow bubble wrap. So they figured that part out. (laughs) They figured that part out. Uh, a lot of people um, were just getting them shipped in, you know, bubble mailers, and uh, they were arriving totally crunched and damaged and stuff. But again, oh it's, yeah, they're they're you're, pretty bad. You're, you're working at the Walmart fulfillment center in the middle of, like, this is beyond holiday peak season all of a sudden. Um, and again, they're short staffed and having to deal with a lot of stuff. So it's we also it's a, have to remember the bummer, straight man. the straights don't understand, right? Like all they understand is an item has been ordered. And as long as the item is all right, a lot of people just think it's okay. Yeah. Right? The packaging is, inco- yeah, it's, is it's, inconsequential. Yeah. They, they're they like, yeah, the figure is fine. And off it goes, not realizing that in this particular instance, the whole, the whole thing is, yeah. is, is what, what's being purchased. I don't uh, know. It's, it's, uh, I mean, we, we ordered a, a, a jar of uh, strawberry jelly in one of our, uh, you know, uh, Walmart orders because, uh, I got to get the peanut butter and jelly, uh, taken care of. And th- the jar was just thrown into this box loose with a whole bunch of stuff. So it of course shattered in the shipment and of course had jelly all over the place. And, but like, again, like you said, they're just trying to get this stuff shipped out. They're not, thinking about the care and, you know, uh, wrapping a, a, a jelly jar that costs 79 cents up with like $4 worth of packing material, <laughs> you know, it doesn't make sense. So mm. I, I get it. I get that, you know, we're having to prioritize things, but, um, but yeah. Similar I, happened with the plasma series was going out and they were sending it out like one, <laughs> one item per box. It well, was, and, and how much of that too, I wonder is Hasbro, through through their um through the Hasbro Pulse uh shipment service they're now used to dealing with GI Joe collectors and Transformers collectors and so maybe they've figured out that if we ship one figure out in each box that's the best way to get it out there without stuff getting damaged i, I have no idea but i don't know but but what that amounts to is now people have two of the you know six figures that they ordered and Two of them got uh, shipped out to you know Newark, New Jersey, for some odd reason, and uh, one of them is still sitting at a shipment fulfillment center, and one of them is still on the truck, and they can't find it. It's just yeah, <laughs> it, it, again, all first world problems. Uh, and to any yep. straight who's listening to this, uh, that, that is like, you guys have spent twenty minutes talking about pre-ordering action figures. Boo friggin' who. To which um, we say, you're welcome, we cut it short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 tough. But, again, now having the figures and seeing the joy that they are bringing to uh, the next generation uh, really makes me happy. Uh, and, 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 again, you know, just having these figures available uh, for, you know, it was 15 bucks for each figure, which I know is a lot more expensive than my mom paid for them uh, back when I was a wee lad. But... Um, you know, it was just, it was cool to, to have that and to have that experience. And of course I've got my set that's monster party would be proud. I got my set and they went into the, you know, uh, hyperbaric chamber in the closet. They're not going to get touched for years. Um, but got one uh, to open one for display and one just in case. And what, what, was that, what was that SNL sketch? Yeah. Anyways. The, yeah. The, uh, the toys made for fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> So at any rate, uh, what has been your experience out there? I do want to hear from everybody because especially on social media, um, uh, Matt in particular, uh, sent me like, I finally got two of my figures and they're like the European versions. What the hell is this? I come on Walmart, get it together. Um, so yeah, let, let us know what your experience has been. And also if you've been reaching out to customer support, you know, uh, and if you are, please be patient and be kind, uh, because you will probably have a a whole lot better opportunity of getting something your way if you do, but, uh, but, but let us know what resolutions you found too. Like if you're getting the European figures and that's not what you wanted and you reached out to customer support, what did you say? What did you do in order to get the, the ones that you wanted? Um, let. I'd like to reiterate the uh, the the be polite about it thing too, because at the end of the day, if people are uh, 
if enough people take it too far and it creates enough of a like a, a complaint footprint with Walmart, there is a point where Mar- Walmart may just go, no, this is not worth it in the future. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so. Like uh, they'll they'll send out the company wide email that says uh, you're going to be getting calls about X, Y, and Z, and your response is, I am sorry, sir, but due to blah 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 blah, and you're going to hear the boilerplate response, and that's going to be the end of it. But yeah, um, or so- we get we get towards March and you know, everything exclusive they were going to bring in. They're like, that's it. We're, we will not yeah. be entertaining any yeah, more exactly. new things to bring in. And, um, and, and also just, uh, you know, remember too, that there are, uh, many, many levels to things here. So if you're screaming yeah. at, uh, the Walmart customer service on, uh, on Instagram or Twitter or something, uh, that's, there's that's a human a, there. There's a, a human hourly employee that's, uh, that's answering you. So, um, so yeah, be, I mean, Again, I, I understand people are upset, and um, I'm I'm probably in the camp that's a rarity. That's just like, okay, so I got the figures that don't have who you're gonna call on it. I I'm fine with that. I again for the ones that opened, who cares? That that's a it's a non-starter. But um, yeah, but I, I I do want to hear other voices besides you and mine uh, on this this particular topic. So so hit the voicemail up, no voice. this week. I got no voice. I got. I'm no not collecting voice. these. Nothing. I know, but you already did. You already have the ones. See, that's the thing is you're, you're already, I'm you're, set. You're set. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's the whole Walmart and, and pulse, uh, thing. Uh, do you want to talk about the, the Guinness world record guy yeah. here? Because I have a feeling that we have oh. challengers that are going to be entering the chat at any point in time. Here. Uh, well, sure. Whatever. I, it's 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 an undertaking, yeah. Uh, even even when there isn't a quarantine going on, so <laughs> there's a lot of people making big talk, and they got a they got some hoops to jump through. So the long and the short of it is, uh, article came out for an, an Ohio paper, and is it one of the Central Ohio Ghostbusters, or is it just the Ghostbusters of Ohio? I can't. I apologize to the franchise. I can't remember the exact Again, franchise uh, he, he, title. Poor, poor guy is it's late and, uh, you know, yeah, but, uh, Robert, I believe is one of their members there, uh, in lockdown said to himself, wait a minute. Uh, Guinness has no listing for most, uh, uh, Ghostbusters collectibles. And he submitted the application, which is a paperwork undertaking, and he paid the fee, which is not huge, but it's a thing, and waited the 12 to 16 weeks, which is how long it takes for them to review it and get back to you, <laughs> at which point they sent him the 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 rules, which normally requires um, people to come uh, officiate. Um, if they have a Guinness person in the area, they can send them, and if they don't, you can bring in, like, uh, professionals that will attest and stuff like that. Yeah. But of course we're in social distancing rules. So now they got a whole thing where it's cataloging. Like you basically, you, you build a list, you number everything, you tag everything with that number and then I guess videotape it or take pictures so that that can be sent off to your verifying, uh, notables, your, yeah. your notary public or whatever. Uh, that's a lot of work. Like uh, apparently somebody was pointing out that for previous collectibles things, people rent halls and they haul everything they have out. Like it just, it's like they have their own flea market, but nothing gets sold. Right. It's just rows of tables filled with their and that's stuff. How it's, uh, appri- or appraised and that's how and, it's appraised yeah. and, and officiated and all that. This is, this is, anyway, the long and the short of it is there's no record. Which means somebody has to be first. He thought of it, did the leg work, and he's going to clock in at just over like 1220. 1221. 1221. Yeah. At which point, instead of people going, well, somebody had to be first, a lot of people went, well, I have more than that. And it's like, well, yes, you, <laughs> but you didn't file the paperwork. So. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. For the most part, everybody's very, very supportive. I'm supportive of them. Um, well, and and it's just it's something to this is like the uh, King of Kong uh, challenge here. Like this is you know uh, Robert O'Connor currently is the record holder with twelve twenty one. And well, if not you, officially yet. That isn't. Well, that's, he's yeah, that's the soon. Yeah, because of things. Let's um, again. Let's just assume it's it's all on track. And yeah, he's gonna he's gonna clock in. And nobody else can. 
like even if somebody started right now and and applied i don't think you can get out in front of him so he's he's coming in first what was i watching the other day a billions clip or something like that i can't remember but somebody made some crack about um uh about the history books it's like it's great to be like the the record holder for something but being the first record holder you're always in the books yeah like yeah. like let's say it's, it's a bit simplistic i mean at the end of the day uh, guinness will keep track of everybody they list but you know the first to do something will always get a bigger note than the eighth to do the same thing and then got lapped by four other people later on right yeah, like so it's the the person who had the the inspiration to yeah. you know start whatever that record might be to begin with um, never yeah. occurred to me to, so yeah i didn't even think about it um but so, uh, and, and, but oh, then, yeah, I do want to, I want to, it was the Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters. I uh, want to give credit to our, uh, I apologize to the gang there. I know it wasn't just simply the Ghostbusters of Ohio and, and I'm a terrible person and I'm on drugs. <laughs> I'm a golden God. I'm a golden God. <laughs> I dig music. After, I'm on drugs. After, after this, I'm going to go up to the roof and I'm going to jump <laughs> off the roof into the pool like in uh, Almost Famous. I don't have a pool, mind you. Uh, uh, what is what is the <laughs> the funniest thing I saw? It just made me laugh so hard. Was Dave Chappelle's um, that drug addict character of his on Fear Factor? Uh, that's <laughs> and he funny. was the last in line for something. And he does that thing that contestants always did. Well, let me tell you something about myself, Joe Rogan. He's like, let me tell you something about myself, Joe Rogan. I smoke rocks, and that was it. That's all he had. <laughs> that was his only point. <laughs> I feel like that every day. It's like, are you all right? Let me tell you something. I smoke rocks. I'm not smoking rocks, people. I'm taking legit anti-inflammatory pills with a little bit of uh, a pain uh, relieving. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I apologize, guys. I know I saw the thing. I did not write it down. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. And let's 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 not beat around the bush here. We all know for a fact there's a number of people. Alex Newborn, uh, Bobby Eighties, uh, guys like that. Yeah, I, I, it's a fair bit. They probably match and exceed twelve hundred. Twelve hundred is nothing to sneeze at. Like, yeah, I mean that's still an impressive collection. It's to an begin impressive with. Like, collection. It's not yeah. like he's coming in at I got hundred pieces and uh, you're like it's he's it's going to take a <laughs> oh, while to do twelve hundred. Yeah, so, I think that some of it too was people were a little annoyed because he pointed out that because he was in in quarantine he just started picking up stuff and he you know he we're living in an era where there is a lot of stuff available so he in the last six months filled out that 1200 with a lot of new stuff and of course for some reason people all get shirty about that too i don't but he also, I mean, in the article, he talks about having stuff like the the coveted Japanese items, things like yeah. you have been uh, seeking yeah. after, and he's so got it, stuff. Yeah. What what coveted suit? What my ashtray? I got. Yeah, my like ashtray, your ashtray. Man. I'm set. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. Good. I'm totally good. Uh, but, <laughs> you got to beat. Uh, Show them the ashtray. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's you know what, and that, that there'll always be some people like that, uh, and and you know what. I don't take it out on him. Just do yeah. it. Like it really, it's legitimately put your money where your mouth is. Like if you don't get to complain, if you're not going to jump through the hoop, he thought of it first. He filed the paperwork. He's going through the process. He's going to be there. Yeah. And even, I don't even think he thinks he's going to like sit there forever, but he's going to get there in first and who's next. Right. Yeah. Like, like at the end of the day, the thing is, it only gets harder for whoever comes along. Like it's an undertaking for him to to uh, uh, authenticate twelve hundred plus items. Like I don't know how many Bobby eighties has, but it, I don't know, just a random number. Even if he has double that, how long is it going to take him to sort that out and uh, get it all? Yeah, you know, and lined probably up. Have right? to like, rent the hall out and go. You know, spread things out and show everybody. Crazy. And, yeah, I will say I I. <sighs> I'm a lazy person and I am not interested in going after the, the record really. But part of me is curious because I've never done a count. And plus I don't know what happens like insurance wise, uh, if something were to happen sort of thing. So I'm actually kind of curious at least making my own half-assed attempt like at, an inventory at a of record. Some sort? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just so I can, you know, cause at the end of the day, it's like, I don't. I do not have the biggest collection out there. I have a big one. I'm. I. I'm. I'm looking at it. I might be able to trump his. 
But at the end of the day, somebody will trump mine because it is by no means uh, the biggest out there. And so I'm more curious about what I've got rather yeah. than... And, so. and there could be there could be p- people who are not involved in the fan community out there who have uh, an impressive collection as well. Um, so exactly, we, well, uh, we know for a yeah. fact there are collectors out there, big ticket items and probably small that just aren't on our radar because they're not interested in yeah. you know in, in being online and talking to the community. And that's so. fine. I can't blame them sometimes. I understand. Summers, summers yeah. out there is the Steve Sand Suite of of Ghostbusters collectibles. So. And if you're out there, speak up. And if you're not out there, or if you're in the middle of, uh, you know, trying to build your collection, say you are uh, sheltering in place and you're ordering things online and you're having them sent to you, um, might I suggest ghostbustershq.net slash shop, where you can now get some new lovely items. (laughs) including stickers and uh, we still have a few patches left and we're going to have new t-shirts as soon as our printer gives us the okay. And, uh, out of, out of, uh, the last two or three weeks, we've gotten a real, um, a lovely outpouring of people. In fact, we got one order today that damn near made me cry, uh, because it was from uh, somebody who we've interacted with, uh, who, who shall remain anonymous and said, look, I, I want to help you guys out however I can. Um, I want to send you some presidential flashcards is how she uh, <laughs> called it out. Uh, but this is all that I can, I can do at the moment. And it really, it really meant a lot to me. So, mm. um, so yeah, I mean, it, again, these are not, uh, this is, we're a non nonprofit, uh, 501 C three ish, you know, uh, podcast here. We're not doing this yeah. for, for the money. Uh, ish. but <laughs> like the yeah, we're not, we're not actually a nonprofit charity. Uh, but no, we're, we're doing this, uh, for, for our, for our friends and for the people here online. And, uh, because of the costs that are involved, you know, all, of those sales uh, immediately go back into the the costs for the show. So um, so it, it's it's very appreciated, and we're going to try to come up with some cool stuff for you guys, particularly with the fifth anniversary coming up here, Chris. We got to figure out something well fun and I, cool and exciting. I got one thing underway. This relates back to uh, what we were just talking about. I got too much stuff, so. <laughs> I've been building, I got some small boxes from work that we've been shipping some stuff out in, I don't know, uh, eight inches by eight inches by five inches. It's not a huge box, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can and jam pack it full of Ghostbusters stuff. Create some mystery boxes. Uh, some mystery yeah. boxes. Um, and yeah, and I think uh, I was mentioning on social media there, we'll find some way to um, win them out to people. Yeah. I talked about before about like a, like a special... Uh, mystery box sort of thing, and maybe we'd, uh, you know, uh, take bids on it for charity or something like that. But I think this one will just, uh, yeah, this we'll just would be tiny. Just, we'll give them away as a token of our appreciation. For you know, five years in, uh, we'll we'll find uh, some way to to get yeah. something out to you guys. So, um, uh, fair fair warning: anything that is cross rip related is not an official Ghostbusters item and cannot be counted towards your Guinness World. That is also correct. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, even though they're cool and cool looking, if you've got that nice, uh, uh, Larry King, uh, Moogly, uh, coffee <laughs> mug now that doesn't count because it's not a, doesn't yeah. count. um, and I'm sure that the Guinness world record holder will probably call that out. But at the same time, people collect bootlegs and, uh, other materials too. So, uh, that's true. Yeah. Steve now, Sansweet's got his fair share. Mind you, uh, ghost court does have the patches hanging in the office. Which is at least a recognition of the patches. Uh, I mean, and do patches count as individual items? I would imagine so. Like, if you've got a yeah. collection of six hundred patches, uh, all of a sudden, are you, you know, uh, half halfway there? <laughs> no, no. They, they. It's. Let's just put it this way. There's a lot of questions <laughs> that I had. <laughs> this is the other thing. Like, I'm. Part of me is wondering if I might not have to just file the paperwork just for them to send the rules because they don't, they don't seem to have, I can't find it online, Yeah. but I got questions like, so I have like, uh, both the Ghostbusters two trading card collection and I'm pretty sure it's complete. What would do the individual cards count? Yeah. Is it an individual card or is it a, is it a whole thing? If it's a whole thing, does it have to be the complete set? If not, uh, yeah. what differentiates somebody who has like 
me who has everything except maybe one or two and somebody who's got 10 of them, right? Like it's just, there's a lot of these weird questions that come up. Like, uh, well, and maybe that's, that's whoever judges, whoever the, the, the notary that arrives. It's no, like, they, they don't get to decide. There is a rule. Guinness huh. has done this so many times. Yeah. It's, I, we just don't know what the answer is. Like I'm looking at stuff. Like I have the Titan, those little Titan figures. I bought tr- a tray of them. Like I, I bought the display tray and open them up and have see there's another good example am i counting each every figure probably yes uh i'm missing some of the rare ones because every tray will not get you every one of them plus some you know all the rare ones but then i'm wondering about things like the tray box that they came Mm, in yeah is that does that count store displays uh signage the the tops box ghost speaking of the ghostbusters 2 cards i have uh, I have a couple of the boxes that the, the packs came in. I have a lot of the packs. Do I count mm. one pack? One pack probably, you know, like there's yeah. all these questions about do, yeah, cans, do cans, do cans of the energy drink from 15 years ago count <laughs> if I've opened them and drank them? Like I don't, there are questions here. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, maybe that's uh, how can I help you <sighs> fill the paperwork out just so we can see the official rules and just for our own. That can be a whole. We could go through the rules on an episode here and just say, look, if you're building right. a collection, here's what you got to. He's got to know. You know what? I'll 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 do the thing. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do, do the, the thing. thing. Let's see what happens. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll help you. Uh, send send me some of the paperwork. All I'll right. fill it out on your behalf and I'll uh, start yeah. start building the spreadsheet. And the spreadsheet, since it's an inventory, will be an interest. It'll be the <laughs> Guinness acceptable, <laughs> and then a, another another tab page will be the Guinness unacceptable. Unacceptable, so, yeah. At least will, then you have like a real actualized, uh, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. Like they talk about Ghostbusters collectibles. Like so, I have uh, one of the the Stay Puffed, uh, the test silk screens that they did for the packaging. Like, does that count? That, it's, cl- I mean, it's a, cl- it's a, it's and a not only part that, of a collection. It's, I would call it a collectible. It is not something I, that was purchased. You know, if you own I production that, art or yeah, I or the, I have cover art from some of the comics and all this. Like, do those count? Uh, yeah, like, artwork, does a Ken, um, does a Ken Stacy sketch that that he submitted to now comics for approval to well, then do a final cover count yeah. like hell. <laughs> if if you have five pieces of bernie wrights in concept art uh does that count yeah. uh yeah right interesting like or is it all literally come down to merch that you can you go out and buy that's, that's we got to get these official rules because I, uh, I need to I, find it, out the public it, needs I, to know once you start thinking about it, it's a rabbit. Like, so I have one of the Kenner puppets, Slimer puppets from way back when. And I have the, one of the, the, the production models, they like examples they put uh, together yeah, to send to the fact, yeah. the prototypes they put out. The Kenner one counts. Does the prototype count? Like I just, <laughs> so. All right. Well, let's, let's find a way. Let's to, find out. Yeah. Let's find a way. Um, all right. Well, cool. Uh, two, two quick items here before we wrap things up. Uh, first, this one's just a really quick shout out. Uh, entertainment weekly had an article, um, that actually just went up today, I think as Mm -hmm. we record this, but, uh, Dan's out there promoting his hotel paranormal, which some people can see, I guess it's going to be on the travel channel here in the States now. So maybe we can actually get our eyes on it. Um, but so he's out there and of course everybody talks about Ghostbusters, uh, and he again brings up that, uh, Harold Ramis will be well represented. Um, and his exact quote I thought was really fun. So I'll just, I'll give you that and then kind of give you the cliff's notes of the rest. He says to have that formation without that man standing right there on the line with us was a pretty serious adjustment. He will be very well represented in the new film. I can tell you that he is honorably represented. So, uh, this is now kind of a, a change in tune from whatever it was a month ago when Dan was like, well, there's, there's a wink and a nod there to Harold or whatever it was. There's a quick tribute. I think he said, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's telling us that there's a, a good representation, which of course we've kind of now pieced things together from the trailer, but he's playing coy. Um, and, uh, the one thing that I thought was very interesting is, uh, Dan brings up, uh, the terrific young actors slinging the old Cadillac around and having the equipment in their hands. And it feeds into the possibility of more follow-ups with this group and others who want to join in. So 
uh, open-ended, um, which I, I thought was uh, as if there would be any doubt that that would happen in March when we go see that movie, that it would be open-ended for more films. But, uh, I just kind of like to see that in ink as they say. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a, a quick, quick blurb. I mean, again, it's, there's not a whole lot of news going on, so it's kind of tough for no. even places like entertainment weekly to, uh, to keep up. But, um, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then, uh, cleaning up the town. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly is moving to Entertainment Monthly. Entertainment occasionally? Question mark. Entertainment fortnightly. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So, so Bracket, the, the, nothing to do with the video game Fortnite. Close. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that would they wouldn't be able to afford the rights to that at this point. Cleaning up the town. Cleaning up the town. Uh, I watched it on Crackle. Uh, yes. A couple days ago. And, uh, I, it's fantastic. Uh, I watched it cause this was the shorter version. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. the version that they sent out to the, the Kickstarter backers that we streamed, whatever that was, uh, Oh boy. It's, it feels like months and months ago, but it was probably just like six weeks ago. Um, yeah. it, a longer version that had a whole lot more, uh, it, to it. This was just like the 90 minute, uh, cut down theatrical version, uh, that, that was mentioned in your, your, uh, interview with them. Um, but it, it's so great to just be, like hop onto a streaming service and there's cleaning up the town right there on the front splash page. Uh, you know, you, you land on crackle and they've got the big, you know, uh, thumbnail image for it and they're really highlighting it and, um, thought, thought it was great. Um, just, just being able to access it instantly like that and, and be able to watch it. And I think it's also opening it up for a whole lot of an audience that would not have seen it otherwise. Uh, you know, if, especially if you say that it's free, uh, right now when everybody's starving for content, uh, Hey, uh, why not? I'll watch a 90 minute documentary on ghostbusters. I loved that movie when I was a kid. Um, so good, good for the buenos. It's, it's good to see people responding to it. Um, and the blu-ray disc sounds like it's also phenomenal. Um, I'm really jealous of all the people in the UK that are, are getting it. Um, I'd be lying if I didn't say because it. I, last I heard, it's not uh, region locked. Uh, I might pick one no. up just to just to get access to it and see what everybody's talking about. But I guess it's it's got a, a pretty uh, you know in depth booklet with a bunch of great photos in it and um, and a whole lot of uh, deleted content. I think like an hour's worth. Is that what they said in your interview, Chris? I can't remember. Yeah, you know. 50, 50 some odd minutes. Yeah, so so tons of cool things that uh, were were chopped from the actual movie proper, but uh, but yeah, have you? Because is if you go to Crackle in Canada, does it pop up or no? No, I can't find it. Hmm. Um, now, admittedly, the last time I tried Crackle was on my Xbox 360 about six years ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. uh, right now, like, there's no distinction on the like the browser side of things between Crackle Canada and Crackle.com, and it takes me to Crackle.com, and I see cleaning up the town. It's got a really nice high profile front page. Um, oh, so yeah, uh, in visibility theory, you should of be able it. to watch it. Yeah. No, I click on it. It says not available in your region, so uh, it's not looking good for Canadians, unfortunately. But weird. Uh, All right. But alas, yeah, I'm, I'm but sure alas. something will happen at some point because it, it has yep. been available on, was it Rogers On Demand? There was, One of the on-demand services yep. up there had it. Um, it's um, it, it it's it's going to show up in more and more places. Um, and as they were saying too, they're, they're just, you know, wrapping up getting the, the right partner to get the discs out in North America. And then it'll be kind of moot because everybody who backed it will be able to get a copy. Yeah. And anybody who didn't back it will be able to go to, you know, amazon.ca and pick yeah, go, so. go pick it up. Um, yeah. so I, I mean, again, if you, if you haven't seen the documentary or if you have seen the documentary, uh, go, go listen to Chris's interview with, uh, the boy knows the filmmakers, uh, on the, the documentary, uh, boy, it's uh, three episodes ago now at this point, but, um, but it's, it's just good to hear the relief in their voices and uh, to, to see the, the final product out there and, and people being able to get their eyeballs on it. Uh, so uh, congratulations to them and uh, to everybody involved on it because it looks Don't awesome. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Prince is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. 
Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossfit. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Mr. Stewart, hmm. I would I would love for you to go get some rest and sleep, <laughs> you hero. Uh, but do you have uh, any final thoughts for this this episode? Yeah, well, let me tell you a little something about myself, Troy. I smoke rocks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got no final thoughts. I think the final thought comes down to um, I, we covered it with the the Guinness thing. I. Uh, <laughs> It's great that there's some people with sizable collections. It's it's great that they're very proud of them. I don't see the point of trying to take it away from him. Like, like, like if he hadn't put it through, who was right? Like nobody was thinking about it. Yeah. And now that he has, well, great. Now you have your opening because if you've got a better collection, you're you you can take yeah, it from it's him. Aspirational. And, yeah. And 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 not only that. I he's I don't think he's going to complain because that's just how it works. Not only that, you can all get into a feud. <laughs> he can because you somebody can take it from him. I got fifteen hundred. All he has to do is buy you know five hundred more, and now yeah. it's back to you. This and is, at the this end of the is, day, he has the certificate that says that he at one point was the Guinness World Record holder. That's for, right. Yeah. You get the the thing on the wall. Yeah. This is why I dialed back on the the, the collecting. <laughs> <laughs> in recent years, but not specifically the Guinness thing, but yeah, it's very easy to get into this mindset of I want to be the best, and it's like that is a what real commitment. Yeah, it is a major commitment of time, energy, money, and uh, I got none of those. Yeah, so, and, and curating a collection, I mean, look, Steve Sansweet has a staff of you know, I think 12, 15 people now at this point who their sole duty is their archivists you know you, yeah. if your collection grows to a certain uh, size like it becomes an undertaking uh yeah cleaning and maintaining and inventorying and uh purchasing and it, it uh, photographing and documenting it you know uh if uh, craig and abby if you're listening this is what's in store for you if you just keep buying and buying and buying <laughs> at the rate that i see you buying things at <laughs> They, they bought, I was so jealous, man. I was watching their eBay hang last week and they got yeah. one of those Ghostbusters 2 promo, um, the skateboards that I think, I don't know. I think they only sold them in Latin America, maybe. I think it, they even said they got it shipped from like Puerto Rico, but. Um, I think it was, was a prize for something too, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that there weren't that many. I mean, the real Ghostbusters ones there were, but the Ghostbusters 2 ones were like few and far between. Mm -hmm. Um and it's it was one of those when you're watching their live stream and they come across it and you go oh i wish they wouldn't have found that because i could have gotten that now i feel bad if i swoop in and try to bid on it yeah um, i um this is this is an interesting thing about ghostbusters and the size of ghostbusters as a fandom this relates back to many many discussions we've had about us compared to like we sit in a weird spot between like a Star Trek and a Star Wars and smaller fandoms that yeah. are, aren't as big. Do you know what I mean? Like Ghostbusters is well known. It's international. It's, it's, it's got a big cultural impact and uh, it's also comes with it a lot of merch and stuff like that. But whereas Star Wars fandom really locked in fast and hard, which meant they kept started keeping track of everything Ghostbusters fandom really didn't, and it's like we're, you know, certain things were not selling Star Wars numbers, and so some stuff is now lost to the ages and yeah. really impossible to find. Like the day I went on eBay and found somebody's old ratty, uh, the egg was gone. It was just the box flattened down. It was an it was a real Ghostbusters Easter egg they put out in England hmm. in like the late eighties, early nineties. Pause kits or whatever, or, yeah. 
had never heard of it before mm-hmm. and that was and have never seen it since and has no mention or listing anywhere online it's like that's it that one that one image that I took off of eBay is the only record I have that that thing exists yeah. I spent a lot of years going it'd be really like I've said it before right like Steve Sansweet those those collecting Star Wars books he did yeah, but especially uh, and the, the weird and obscure items that you're like that existed. Yeah, yeah. I still have a, a thought of, that it'd be nice to do like the collecting Star Wars one that he did that was not comprehensive. It was more a like a, a nostalgic kind of book yeah. on the the, yeah. the items of that can still exist. Less Tomart's guide, more like yeah, a, the, you know, coffee the table complete kind of list. Thing. Like, yeah. There's a couple. I have a couple out there that are like the complete guide. Like Star Wars is two volumes, the complete guide, and that was before. That was 10 years ago, right? Yeah. So who knows where it's at now. It's, I don't think we, it, man, the amount of additions we'd have to do of that as we found a new thing, right? Who was it? Somebody sent me, um, uh, was it one of the Alberta Ghostbusters maybe? I don't know, but they sent me a picture because somebody had found online, they were selling it on, on eBay and it was real Ghostbusters in the, under the bottle caps of Coke bottled. Uh, what? Exactly. And they were like, this looks fake. And I did a little digging and I'm like, no, it turns out in South America, oh. a lot of 80s stuff, like 80s cartoons, Coke put these little cartoon images on the underside of the bottle. And not only that, you could get a poster with corresponding spots for the caps. And I'm like, and like, I don't, we'd have to find the poster but these look these look like basically right alongside these other ones and again never heard of these before yeah i had no idea and and you're fighting coke uh collectors at that point too because at that point too yeah yes well there's the thing so it still could be could be uh i guess it could be fake but like i said it's it's backed by the fact that there's gi joe ones uh transformers thundercats all the big 80s cartoons Hmm. back in the 80s they were putting these it was it was like coca-cola pog for south american kids drink more coke because you wanted to collect all the bottle caps and and that, like I said, that it gives you that's very on par with like Star Wars collecting because you look at Sansweet stuff and he's got like the Japanese, you know, uh, Coke. They have a Coke bottle cap thing going on there too for Star Wars way back when. Um, it's just stuff like every territory. It's big enough that it's around the world, and around the world they all had kind of their own unique stuff. Uh, and I don't know what it'll take to ever figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of the Ghostbusters wikis have tried to start listing, put in listings for collectible oh, items. It's so hard, though. But, I mean, maybe this it's whole Guinness start. World Record thing, if you're going through and inventorying your collection and if, if yeah. others out there are doing it, that's how we can start combining all of these, you know, resources of, of photographic well, evidence. And, you know oh, what? you have that? I didn't even know that existed. That kind of you've, thing. You've hit, a, you've hit on a real good uh, thought here, then. You've, thank you. You've formed my, my hey. final thought. Which is, I smoke rocks. No, um, <laughs> come and knock on my door. Um, the, I'm thinking. I, I hope. I hope people. I hope this doesn't turn into like uh, '80s DJs in their freaking white labels over their 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 records. Uh, um, it'd be cool if this opens the door to people comparing what one another's got. A bit of friendly competition, but if, for example, if I know, like I'm looking at a guy's collection, I'm like, oh man, you have those? That's great. And if in his inventory, he goes, oh yeah, I got three of them. And I go, you don't have a, he slimed me bumper sticker from the fan club. I got two. Do you want to trade? Like, Like it really opens the door to helping people. Instead of having to buy up their collections, trading up their collections, right? Need it, need it, got it, got it, need it. Right? Yeah. Like I got so many Ghostbusters two, you know, cards and stuff like that, like trading cards. I, it's just, man. Let's. I, that's my final thought. Like I, I'm really hoping that once he gets his done and it gets it gets locked in, he'll share. Because yeah. frankly, here's the thing: he got the record first. I am on board with if he's got anything to trade to trade with him to just help keep his growing because inevitably somebody's going to come in and clock you know past him and if he wants to take another shot at it 
Yeah. And and take photos of your collection and use it for the greater good. And then everybody else can the, see what these things are That's right. Too. When you're yeah. cataloging these things, take a nice picture of yeah. it. And then, well, that's the other thing, too. Once we start building spreadsheets of all our stuff, and if we have photos, that's a, well, that's a data source that yeah. we can mine and actually start organizing into... Uh, into into some sort of record, and then ultimately, you know, somebody does the work. We can, dear Ghost Core, can we make a book? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Right. <laughs> Eric's like, huh, I'm still working on getting people uh, real Ghostbusters action figures. Come on, guys, <laughs> cut me some slack. It's um, just it's just Eric at Ghost Core headquarters packing up Walmart uh, toys to send to people <laughs> but as fast as he can. The, God bless him. I'm sure that's actually probably the case that he's <laughs> some way somehow just doing so much. That's just I'll the type of person he is. I'll but. tell you this: that poor guy has probably gotten at least. It's it's a guaranteed he's got at least one email from somebody that wants to complain to him about yeah. the whole Walmart thing. That's uh, not Eric's Eric. job. No, he'll he'll do it. He'll be nice about it. Don't do it anymore. It's not his job. <laughs> like, yeah. he knows. Uh, if you're listening, Eric, we love you. We all love you. Um, we love you, Eric. Yeah. We love you. We love I'll you. insert the Tim Curry uh, quote there. But, um, yeah, uh, b- b- use use your powers for the greater good, uh, it, whether it's <laughs> for your Ghostbusters collection uh, or otherwise, for anything else that seems to be happening at the moment. Just for for everybody, be an empathetic person toward your fellow man, woman, fan, whoever we want to insert here. Excited, right? It's yeah, like, it's the like, weirdest thing to like sit there in your chair, watch somebody like win an Oscar, and be mad about it. Mad. Like like you yeah. were gonna do it. You want to do it? Go do Go it. Do it. Love yeah, a piece. Exactly. Go do it. Ugh. Um. But anyway, so yeah, that's all I can leave people with here. Just. Be nice to one another. I'll just keep saying it until it happens. <laughs> All right, until next week, everybody. See you on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Damn it, be nice to one another. Is it that hard? What will it take? What will it take? Is it that hard? (sighs) Ah.